Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. These employees that are always wanting, a, you know, a pat on the back, I don't have time for it. You think people are running by me telling me what a good job I'm doing on this show? Ohio! Jeff Lutz. Never. And there's a reason for it. You're not doing that good of a job. Oh, shocking monsters. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Listen to this if you can. We are back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff show on KFH radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, co-hosting Max Fire, producing engineering. 869-1240, the IHOP hotline. Uh, get out the IHOP for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You won't be sorry. No. Well, that was good. They should just take that nationally and run with it. That's not that good. What do you mean? I That's love the way I said it. It's one of the worst uh, taglines in the history of <laughs> advertising. Uh, I don't even remember what I said. You won't be sorry. Th- there you go. You won't be. How many times have you gone to a restaurant and you came out of there sorry? Do you really want to put uh, a negative thought into the consumer's head? Why are they saying I won't be sorry? Will I be sorry? Have they, have I... no, I'm, I'm asking you, how many times have you had a meal somewhere? None. And you've come out of that place and you've said to your wife, man, I'm sorry we went there. Here's what I'm telling Not you about many. IHOP. Here's what I'm guaranteeing you. You won't be sorry. You won't come out of there and say to your wife, "You're guaranteeing that." I am. I'm guaranteeing. Well, I hope you don't I'm get sued. Guaranteeing it. Okay. Now I don't know why they wouldn't take that as a national campaign. Well, pitch it. I'm sure they have people for that. You won't be sorry. That's awful. I like it. You won't get food poisoning. I mean, like, why no, would you, you even? You won't be sorry. What's you the difference? I don't know. There's something uplifting. There's no about. difference. I'm always worried I'm going to be sorry. That's, every time that's, I, a, that's a glass half empty approach. Uh, every you time I go you to won't, a, you won't feel like garbage. I mean, like every time I go to a restaurant, I'm worried I'm going to feel sorry about it. No, you're not. Now unless you, I've now got you're a, just making things up. Unless I've got a tried and true one. But if I go to a new place, and that's what I'm appealing to here. If you haven't been to IHOP for everybody's breakfast, been lunch, to IHOP. Dinner, uh, then you, you, you have my you assurance. Are, you are really struggling. That you won't be sorry. You're, you're twisting yourself into knots to pull this off. I don't know. I just got so many things on my mind that I'm. I, it's, it's a struggle to keep them all together. 
And now I got to worry about logos and sayings for restaurants. KU does have to vacate uh, its 2017 Final Four appearance. What does that mean? It's, give Nothing. me that in layman's terms. They're taking down the banner. Uh, this was in 2018. They went to the Final Four. The banner will be taken down at Allen Fieldhouse. Are they vacating the season? They are. They've lost uh, some of the, the some of the wins in which Silvio de Sousa played. Uh, so yeah, they they've now fallen behind Kentucky in number of wins. That's garbage. Give me a break. You think uh, you think our guys like uh, Marcus Garrett. Yudoke Azabuke, LeGerald Vick, Malik Newman, Devontae Graham. Uh, do you think they're lamenting this today? Oh, my God, they took away our well, final Well, no, four. but the whole thing about falling behind Kentucky, that's that's crap. Just uh, just calling it like like it uh, is. That's the way the, Give me a break, NCAA. It's ridiculous. Uh, he it's stepped re- on the floor. They won the game. You know, here's what I'm starting to notice. This involves you and... Max is holding, but I want to make this point. Since you've done a podcast and it, it hasn't aired yet, I have it. I have it ready for audio feel, release. You're starting to interrupt me. You're starting to, you're, you're starting to feel a little too comfortable. I'm gonna have to figure a way to get you back down. You to, say that like every other week. Let's uh, get to our friend Max, who was good enough to play in our League 42 golf tournament, but did not win. Hey, Max. Love that you um, address me that way uh, as you greeted me onto the show, Bob. I appreciate that. Uh, here's another restaurant that you can feel confident going to and not worry about having to tell your wife or whoever you bring to that restaurant that you're sorry is Texas Roadhouse. When's the last time you've been there? Great place. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to say Never this. Had service or a meal ever there. I'm going to say this about Texas Roadhouse. I don't like going in and eating. It's way too congested and noisy and too much dancing. I, I'm here to eat. You don't like the ladies I'm, dancing? I'm here to eat. I don't need to see the two Maids of milking? But what we do like is to go out and park at the curbside and have them bring my food, and we bring it home and eat it, and it's fantastic. I've got nothing but good things to say about the Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse, fantastic establishment. One of the most valuable things in my wallet is not my credit card. It's not the $20 bills or what have you that might be in there. It is my VIP Texas Roadhouse pass. It's good for one year. I can skip the line as long as it's not a holiday or I don't have a party greater than six. It can be a two and a half hour wait. I go up to the hostess. I say, table for four, please. She goes, we're running about a two and a half hour wait. And then I Flip the VIP little Texas Roadhouse coupon. That over is the, so over you. How do we get that and card? She, I'd yeah, like one and of I those. I knew Jeff would ask that. Well, and, and wouldn't she, you? And she, and, she, and she looks at me and she says, go stand at the front. Someone will be right with you. And within five minutes, I got hot rolls and cinnamon butter and peanuts in my face at a comfortable booth. And somebody's asking me what I want to drink. I mean, it is incredible. The only bad thing about it is that we are almost through the year 2023, and it is going to expire. How do you get it? You ask. You buy five hundred dollars worth of you buy five hundred dollars worth of gift certificates. So I got ten fifty dollar <laughs> gift cards. To what a sucker! I, 
I gave them to customers. I gave them to customers so you can write it off as a business expense, and I get to keep the VIP. I get to keep the VIP. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, that's fantastic. So, uh, I'm going to do that. Here's my style. I wait in line like everybody else because I'm a man of the people. And even if I were able to get that kind of preferential treatment, the first thing I'd say to somebody offering my, the, my, that to me would be this. I very much appreciate it. I know I'm worthy of it. But no thanks. Let's get Max well, off the feel phone because that? I have something per- potentially controversial to say. What it, say it years, in front of Max. Years of your life, Bob, that you're thrown Max. away waiting in those lines. <laughs> Max, thank you. Good to hear from well, you. I wanted to put, can we hear what Jeff has to say while I'm on the line, or is he too chicken to yes, say it? Yes, we can. Uh, what but, is it? Wait a minute. Is this? What What do you got here? Texas Roadhouse could stand to lose the whole peanuts thing. Oh my God! Get rid of it. Does I mean it's it's useless? Oh, we can throw peanuts on the ground. Big deal. I can do that at a ballpark. I don't mind that. I can do that at at, at a in a parking lot. Give me a break. I like the bucket of hey, peanuts. Bring out the rolls and shut your mouths. That's all we now, need. Now, now, Jeff and Bob, I got a little Wichita trivia for you. It just dawned on me. I wasn't planning this, but can you name the other restaurant in Wichita that you could throw peanuts on the ground before Texas Roadhouse was really a thing and has since gone out of business and been replaced? Well, well, that's not the one I was going to say. Do you remember Timberline? I thought you could at Logan's also. Good at Logan's. Logan's oh. went out of business as well. Timberline, you could have. Man, I like that place. I don't remember the peanuts. But... I don't remember the peanuts either, and I'm not sure you could do it at Willie C's, but that's what came into my head. Hey, it All was right, great seeing you, Bob, at the League 42. We appreciate what you're doing for the youth, and it's just a shame that Jeff wasn't there. Is all I gotta say. It is. It's a. It's I had a darn, show to host. It's a darn shame. Thank you, Max. See ya. All right, uh, there's Max. As we uh, got into a conversation with him, uh, mostly about Texas Roadhouse, but uh, you know, we'll talk about. He kind of just brushed, brushed aside my uh, peanuts assertion. He did, or I did. You I, you I reacted. He didn't. I like peanuts. We all like peanuts, but we don't, don't need them. I don't mind the... having a little appetizer before the bread. Is the yeah, rolls the, are good uh, you enough? You know what? I don't mind the peanuts. Those are the best rolls I, I, in the world. I don't mind the peanuts. I just don't. It's not necessary. No, I think it it is necessary. It lowers the class. It's a low class. Like I said, I don't go in because it's too crowded. Uh, But I don't, the peanuts are an attraction to me. So when I don't go in and I I sit in the parking lot waiting for my meal, here's what I say to myself. Damn, I wish they'd bring me some of those peanuts. I'm sure you could ask. I just toss them on the car floor. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, whatever. It It lowers the... The prestige. No, not, we're not all snobs. But we don't need to be throwing our food on the floor we're not either. Snobs. You throw a peanut shell on the floor. Yeah, that's, that's kind of low you class. Do. You throw them on the floor the I ball, don't. at a ball game. I don't. At a ball game? Well, I don't ever sit in the crowd, but I throw them away. Well, yeah, right if you're up in the, the trash box. It's always a dilemma. Uh, peanut shells are a dilemma. I, yeah, but it's still litter. When you have to dispose of them in a orderly way you don't want to you just want to toss them 
Right. Toss them and, on the floor. And create litter and, and, a pro- and a problem for someone else. And, and that's the thing about the Texas Roadhouse. You can. Peanuts. They'll clean it up. They'll handle it. And that's the way it should be. Peanuts are an overall negative to peanuts society. Peanuts are such a positive. No, they're a, they've, they've, they've taken more so off the table than they've brought. That I can't even tell you. And I'd say that to George Washington Carver's face. Why don't you like peanuts? There's nothing like. I, just, I like them. I just think in the shell peanuts. I like them. You know em. what I used to do? I just think they've brought more negative than positive. I used to eat positive. them full shell. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. That's so good. Back in my no, youth. No, you did not. No, sure I did. You'd get it. No, How did you not choke to death? You don't. You just don't. You eat That's the, so gross. I didn't eat them all full shell. I picked. Four or five per bag. No, and don't back so, off now. No, no, that's what I did. That's so stupid. And it's so good. Did you do sunflower seeds like that? No, too? I never did sunflower seeds like that. Because that's gross. But also, I did peanuts. That's weird. <laughs> They're all like get stringy and stuff. Ah, it's uh, good stuff. Ugh. Everybody in my era ate peanuts and the shell. Well, we can kind of get it now. I kind of understand. Uh, the t- the deterioration of your generation. Well, I, don't, I I don't see anything wrong with it. It's weird, and it's not meant to happen. I enjoyed the peanut shells. Now I never just ate the shell. I didn't crack open the peanuts and well, eat I understand the, that. the peanut and then follow that up with just the shell. It was always the shelled peanuts. Ugh. So you get the the the, the, the You got to chew it all weird, and it's gross. I can't even you imagine get the different. Uh, That's like something a four-year-old would do until, like, it. If I had it. a salted in the shell peanut here right now, I'd eat it. Well, it's salted in the shell. How do they do that, by the way? It's how it grows. I don't know. No, no, nothing grows with salt. You got to do it. How do they do it? I don't know. Look into it. How do they do it? I've never heard anybody ask or answer that question. Well, I'll I'll try to find out for you. Well, I look forward to it because it's long been a mystery to me. Because just the regular peanuts aren't salted in the shell. If you go out and pick a peanut off a tree, it's not salted. The peanuts are soaked in brine, which is absorbed through the porous shell, then dried so the water evaporates and leaves the salt inside. There you go. Thank you for answering that. You're welcome. I've wondered about that for 60 years. Well, now you know. That's outstanding. And you know, peanuts and it's even always grosser make me to eat the of, shell. Uh, Jimmy Carter. And I like thinking about him because of all his contributions to humanity. A peanut farmer. And uh, I'm, all, I'm all about peanuts. But I had a better reference with George Washington Carver. All right, time for a break. We'll talk some high school football. Coming up next, Kingman is 5-1. and one. They have Haven this week. They are uh, coming off a very good year last year. They're following it up with another one. Tanner Hageman, the head coach of the Kingman Eagles, joins us next. The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you. I don't see this song on the list, but uh, it's obviously the Beatles. All my loving. Yeah, that's not. That doesn't uh, fit the theme, but uh, hey, it doesn't fit the theme. I want. I wonder what okay, happened, Max. Listen, Max, we love you. We're going to get uh, to T- Tanner Hageman, head football coach, Kingman High School. They have Haven coming up. We're already at week seven. Does the high school football season go as fast for you as it does for the rest of us, Coach Hageman? Yeah, it certainly feels that way. My goodness, it feels like every you know every year I do it, it seems to go, go by a little bit quicker and quicker. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's already week seven. Yeah, we've just had in in baseball in the KSHSAA them uh, adding more games has that ever been a topic of conversation uh that you know of about football is that would that even be plausible is there support for that or does that even really ever come up no i'm not sure that uh i've ever um been in conversation about that uh, i think the nine game schedule is is pretty good for our kids just in turn you know especially at a small school the more games you play, kids start getting banged up, and it's um, honestly kind of more difficult for the sub-varsity uh, to find games the more that you add. Uh, the one thought I've always had is start football a little bit quicker so that we can um, – the state championship games can get done before Thanksgiving so that, you know, basketball kind of has a full week to kind of prepare um, for their season. Yeah, plus you have a lot more time with your kids than they uh, in the other months as well. So, yeah, you 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 get quite a bit of football, and I'm I don't I don't like that question from my son. But it's you don't a, have to like it; it's already asked and answered. <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> Tanner Hageman, our guest, Kingman High School football coach. Uh, you started the season with a thirty-four-seven loss to Cheney, so I think the um, the immediate reaction to that is either. Cheney's really, really good, or maybe Kingman's not as good. Uh, but we've learned now through the, the season that Cheney is really, really good. 
They have Andale coming up uh, this Friday night in Cheney. Andale with a 57-game winning streak, I believe. Uh, I've got Cheney in this game. What do you think, Tanner? Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. And, um, you know, that's just going off of um, us playing Cheney week one and kind of what they've done over the last few weeks. Um, we haven't played Andale ever since I've been here. We just – um, are very not envy. We're very envious. Yes, we're very envious of their program and what Coach Schmidt has um, has rolling over there. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a highly competitive game on Friday night, and uh, I'm looking to see what that final score is going to be. And when you say that, it's the most respectful thing you can say about Cheney because this isn't a matter of Andale not being what they've always been. They are, but Cheney seems to be out of level this year. I don't know if they can sustain it, but they're out of level this year where I think they compete. Yeah, they, they have, they have everything that you need, in my opinion, um, you know, to, again, not know much about Andel, but to be competitive, they got a ton of experience at the quarterback position. Um, their offensive line is, was incredible. That was the one thing I think coming out, uh, from our game was just how dominant their offensive line was. And I thought we had a really, really good defensive line. So um, for them to kind of handle our guys the way that they did, I was like, okay, this is this team is for real. And then they got some possession receivers. They got a good tight end. Um, they got a speed guy in Drew Toller that's kind of made of appearance. And then they got a star in Jack Vose. So, I mean, they got, they got all the tools uh, offensively and defensively, I think, to, to make it a game. So what about your team? Obviously, after after the loss, you reeled off five straight wins. What went right uh, in those games? And now you've got a, a real test against Haven. What are you looking toward uh, in that game? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, week one playing them, um, you know, our, our quarterback got carted off uh, in the second quarter. He had some, some rhythm, heart rhythm stuff. And so we played, you know, two and a half quarters without our starting quarterback, which, for, you know, gave us a lot of challenges. Um, but, you know, looking at the film, I think we just had some guys in some wrong positions. And so we te- tweaked uh, where guys were playing defensively. And I think that's been a help or a, a, a good, a good thing for us. We moved to safety to outside linebacker. We, we brought another kid in as, as a safety, we moved some of our linebacker and defensive line around. And I think that's, you know, really solidified our defense. And then, you know, offensively, we just we just graduated so much that I think it was just a matter of um, getting comfortable and uh, you know seeing what Ben does well at the quarterback position, so that I can make appropriate calls to to make sure that he's successful. So when you have a, a season like you did last year at Kingman, um, and then expectations start to build, and at some point uh, it gets to the point where you've uh, created a little bit of a monster. Uh, you lost in the championship game in 2A last year to Nemaha Central. Did you expect to come back uh, with a, with another strong team? Did you expect to come back with another team that potentially could get to a uh, – could could have a deep playoff run? And just how difficult is it? Because it's it's got to be – it's always tough to build programs – but I would imagine it's even tougher at the smaller schools. Is is am I right about that? Yeah, no, you're 100. Um, percent And and I think we felt that pressure early with our team. I think you know 
there was a lot of a lot of media that was talking about us and talking about you know all the returning starters and the good players that we were having coming back. Um, but it was you know that we hadn't played together without um, a Nolan Friend and a Ty Birkenbaugh and you know those guys that contributed at high levels. And so um, I mean I uh, we always thought that we were going to be talented enough. It is you know it's what does our leadership look like? How well do we gel? Um, are we doing you know making making the extra you know all the right decisions on the field off the field without um the leadership that we had last year and you know i think that week one cheney kind of really set the focus for our team which you you never want to lose but at the same time i thought it was kind of a good good kick in the pants for us so i'm i'm just looking through your yearly records the last time you had three straight winning seasons was was 97 through 99 at Kingman so have you have you seen those same kind of challenges uh about sustaining success because you turned it around real quickly and have maintained that so what has that been like uh for you to do that well it's 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 been awesome um you know starting to get a lot of continuity with our coaching staff i think this is the third straight year for our middle school and high school programs to um to not have any turnover so you know the coaching staff being intact plays a big role in that um and then you know once you start kind of winning some games then people are more willing to buy in and that's kind of what we've noticed but uh it definitely doesn't get any easier. You know, the more you win, I almost think it gets it gets harder to, uh, you know, main, maintain those expectations. And I think our kids have done a good job of, um, you know, staying level-headed and, and kind of playing day by day and week by week. All right, Tanner, you've got Haven coming up. That's a tough one. Then you go to Garden Play, and that's a tough one. And then you get into the, 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 the final regular season games and into the playoffs. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck the rest of the way. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you guys re- reaching out. I'm uh, I'm glad I was able to to get on here and talk for a little bit. Appreciate how'd that it, algebra? How'd that algebra thing go? <laughs> it was awesome, Bob. I'm telling you what, it was it was a good day for the kids, and I enjoyed it at least. I don't know if they did, but uh, I always like teaching it. So, well, good. Thank you, Tanner. Thanks. Appreciate. it. Tanner Hageman, the head football coach, Kingman High School. Uh, always enjoy talking to him. Good guy. What was he? What was his algebra thing? Won't you? Oh, he had a little uh, had a little uh, class algebra project. Oh, that's fun. Couldn't uh, come on the show at the originally at the ri- the original hour. I asked him about. Yeah, that happens sometimes. And so he was kind enough to come on a little later. Beautiful. Now he's probably got practice and yeah, you got uh, a busy day. A lot of demands. Tomorrow you probably uh, walk it through a little bit before the Friday night game. Who do they close with uh, after Haven? Who said that? Garden Plain. Well, I missed it. I mentioned that. If you'd listen, I don't listen. It's always important to listen. I don't do much of that. Well, listening is a real talent. Uh, I've noticed things go a lot better when you listen. What'd you say? No, really, I'm being honest here. I'm being sincere. Oh, I believe you. I'm trying to teach you a lesson about listening. Oh, I don't need a, any lessons at this point. All right, we've got a little more time left in the show. Tomorrow we will talk with Wichita State men's basketball coach Paul Mills. Mark Kendall from the band Great White will join us. We'll make picks, and it's the return of Jason Duda. He's coming the back. three-man booth. Maybe the two-man booth. On this show tomorrow. I'll be here. 
Yeah, you'll be Friday, here. Friday, though, we'll see. Really? We'll see. Well, what if he's not available? No, then I'll be here. You taking a day off? Potentially. That's that's just ridiculous. Did you uh, watch NXT last night? I did not. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I don't I have I don't have the USA Network. That's why I'm saying I got to get this uh, this Sling TV. Tell me about. It. I obviously read the recaps of. It was okay. I, I didn't zone in on it. The only part I zoned in on was uh, the final ten minutes or so when the Undertaker came out. What do you think of Braun Breaker? He's got a chance. He's he's legit. Yeah. He's, he's sold the Undertaker. I don't know why they'd come out and just have Undertaker kill a guy, but whatever. Well, he'd kill the Undertaker in real life. Of course. The Undertaker looks 80. And the Undertaker's not wrestling, and this guy is one of the, one of the pieces of your future, but, but whatever. It's still, but it's still fun. I hear still you. still enjoyable. But you don't want to just kill it. Again, you don't want to kill yeah, a guy. He's fine. Braun Breaker will come back. It's a show, man. Yeah, it's, it's a show that you want people to spend money to watch. Yeah, they'll be. Are you saying that? Having the Undertaker come out and destroy Braun Breaker is a uh, a deal breaker for the WWE. It's not a deal breaker, but How'd if you like the way I, I did if that, I, if I'm supposed to take Braun Breaker seriously and he's getting just murdered after he already lost a match, you know, you know that's not a deal breaker as it as it pertains to Braun Breaker. Yeah, you made the joke. Now let's try to. I'm going to stay with it because it works. You see what I'm saying? I guess. Uh, do you know who Braun Breaker is related to? No, I have no idea. His dad is uh, Rick Steiner. Really? Yes. Well, that's good. He looks a little like Rick Steiner. Yeah, he looks quite a bit like him. Kind of fire hydranty, and yeah. uh, built low to the Thick. ground. Uh, strong, got that muscular uh, physique. Yeah. So there you go. We're putting him in a Sears catalog, but yeah, he certainly has those attributes. So anyway, it uh, it was something I watched a little bit of. Today it'll be wall-to-wall baseball. I'm especially excited to watch the Braves and Phillies. I watched the baseball yesterday. It was such a letdown. Well, they were blowout games. I know. Sometimes we, that happens. And we turned to Dateline. Rangers are good. Did I not tell you? Rangers are good. You, you. But some, I mean, sometimes. Who'd you pick? I think I picked uh, Texas and the Phillies. No. Um, who did you pick? I don't know. I'll tell you who you picked, if I can remember. <laughs> you picked the Braves. No, I picked Baltimore and the Dodgers. Baltimore and the Dodgers. Yeah, both teams sitting pretty right now. What was their, What's their combined record in the uh, NL and ALDS? 0-4. Oh, 0-5. Oh, oh, well, who'd I pick? Phillies and the Rangers, I believe. What's their combined record? Seven and zero. One. That's all, it, folks. If you're wondering, if you're on the fence about who to listen to, are they? They're not four and one, right? Yeah, they are. Rangers won their three and zero. I said in the DS, the oh. divisional series. I thought Rangers you meant in the playoffs. Are five and one, and the Diamondbacks are four and one. So they're nine and one combined in the playoffs. Wait a minute. Diamondbacks are undefeated. Not, I didn't pick the Diamondbacks. I picked the Phillies, who are two and or one and one. Didn't they have a bye in the first round, or did they? No, uh, the Dodgers and Braves did. So they're three and one. Who'd the Phillies beat? I don't remember. Brewers. Yes. So they're three and one, and the Rangers are five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Oh. Eight and one for my team. Not bad. 
What were your teams? The again? AL East, by the way, zero wins in the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Well, it is crazy. We, you know, th- this is what happens. All of them swept out. So it's hard to know. The Cardinals' model of trying to get to the playoffs every year isn't a bad model. They just haven't done well when they've gotten to the playoffs of late, for whatever reason. Right, it, because it's hard. That's kind of how you build teams nowadays. You you try to build a team that's going to get at least into the wild card. This year, it completely fell apart on them, uh, and now, yeah, I don't, I don't know that the model welcomes you to go out there and try to just load up on a. I don't know. I I don't know. Perhaps not. Maybe just winning 85 games. Will the Cardinals be in the playoffs next year? I'll ask you right now. Probably. But, uh, you know, that division's tough because everyone's getting better. You just said probably. Everyone's getting better. So So how are they better than the Reds, Cubs? Well, because they might get better than the Reds still need to find a bunch of pitching. And who knows? Aren't they going to be trying to find the same pitching the Cardinals? I don't know. Will they spend on that level? I don't know. They've got good young pitching. They might Lodolo Green. Yeah, but those uh, guys. Ashcraft, speaking of guys who fell who's apart, the left-hander Abbott. Yeah, I mean they got guys. Right, but they don't want to count on a young rotation to get them to the deep. No, in the you got to get some veteran people in there. But uh, the Reds are built. I said on Twitter once, fairly recently, uh, they could be the Braves in two or three years. That's how high I am on their. Mm. I don't know if they have that offensive ceiling. Uh, I'm very high on their offense. I don't know that they have that ceiling offensively. Look at their offense. Okay, I'm looking at it. You got Stevenson. Who's who's uh, who's Acuna? You got uh, well, you know who might be Acuna. Now they, I'm not saying he's Acuna, but Encarnacion Strand is very good. And so is nice. He's a good hitter. So is Marte. Who's going to hit 54 homers? Um, well, I don't know if anybody will hit 54 homers. But I'm saying they've got an offense. That could come together. But a lot of the Braves are already there. Yeah, I like the Reds. I think the Reds are the the sleeping giant in the National. the Pirates be the Reds next year? No. Because they got a lot of young pieces coming they up, They do too. have a lot of young pieces. They, they worry me. That's why I say this. The Cardinals aren't just going to snap their fingers and get back to the top. I, I don't tough. see it. I'm, I'm going to have that's to see mo- it. That's, that's motivating, obviously, because this year they kind of rested on the laurels. Ah, we're the Cardinals. We make it every year, and we got Arenado and Goldschmidt. I think and their ownership is fired up. That's what I'm saying. And that's a good thing because you get complacent. So exactly. We'll we're, on the see. Sa- we're on the same page. We'll see. We'll try to get uh, somebody on to talk about the Royals' future here in the next week or so. Uh, Because while in that division, I look at the Detroit Tigers as being the team on the uptick. uh, Maybe. The most. You know, their pitching was a lot better than people uh, really knew. And they've got some good young players. Yeah, Tigers could be good. And I, I don't. I don't know what I see with the White Sox. They're probably going to lose Eduardo Rodriguez. Well, they may. I don't know what I see uh, with the Twins. I think the Twins are one of those franchises that's going to be good pretty much every year. Well, they're there to stay. There's no question. I don't know what I see with your club. 
Well, we'll you got see. some pitching, but we'll you better. In, we'll see in February. Uh, you better get some hitting. They had the two guys that are in the Arizona Fall League, I read, did pretty well. Lauder and Manzardo. Yeah. Manzardo, who I told you will hit. Well, we'll see if he'll hit. He will hit. <laughs> we'll see if he'll hit. I don't take anything for granted when it comes to baseball. I just don't. Well, you, sh- you know, but the guy's going to put the bat on the ball. There are no longer such things as can't-miss prospects. Mm, I don't know that I believe that. Give me a can't-miss prospect. Well, it's, it depends on uh, your definition of miss because we expect the guy who's at the Stardom. top. Wasn't Corbin Carroll pretty much a can't-miss prospect? Close. I mean, you can say that in hindsight. Yeah, that's but, a hindsight. One. But he was ranked number one. Rutschman was up there, one and two. Uh, the guys that were ranked highly have become pretty. Bobby Witt was a can't miss, and it doesn't look like he's going to miss. Doesn't look like it, no. But he had he had, he stumbled a little bit. He it took him a while to figure it out. Now he's on the verge of, dare I say, being one of the top ten Royals players ever. I don't think that's a stretch. Well, he, I mean, I think Bobby Witt will be. You break into a the perennial All Star. You break into the top ten, you can pretty easily break into the top five, because the Royals aren't extremely the Royals aren't loaded. Deep with they got one Hall of Famer, uh, and that's George Brett. And then they've got a lot of Willie Wilson, I think, Amos Otis. I think type. Bobby Witt has a look at that. Now it's really early, but uh, man, you don't have those numbers that he put together this year especially in the second half of the season. Uh, that He was one of the two or three best players in the game. No one's questioning the talent, and he put it together as ability. I see that happening with Mason Wynn. Not necessarily as an offensive player, although I think, I think he'll do better. But this kid, he's got it. I'm, I hope so. Well, you know I'm right. I don't know you're right. You just said there's no can't miss. Well, I'm right. No, I hope so. No, there's no hope to it. Either you're right or you're not right. And uh, that's how I view life. I'm excited. I'm excited about baseball. You know, the older I get, the the harder I must be to respond to. It's got to be. No, not really. It's got to be difficult I mean, I just you. let you go. Why? Sometimes I go right into the, you know, yeah, the gutter. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, you're going to need to pull yourself out of that, not me. Well, try to try to help me out. Sometimes, maybe not all the thoughts are going to be fluid. That's okay. You'll on... tell me if it starts to go really badly, right? Oh, absolutely. Because I thought you... I already have, but you need that in your life. You need someone to say, you know, I'm not sure. Will you respond well to that? I don't know. I'm I'm hanging by a thread. I welcome the time when someone says, Jeffrey, you're losing it, and I just you know pack it in. I just, uh, I, I got too much to do, you know? I hear you. Packing it in just, I I almost envy that thought of just packing it in. Packing it in and should kinda, be the how you spend the, the golden years of your life. I can't do that I, for, for whatever reason. Go travel, go find yourself on, so a, on just, a boat somewhere. I should just say, yeah, that's it, League 42. No, I'm not saying turn that. Turn it over. I'm not saying that. That will happen at some point. I just don't feel like now is the time. Okay, I think we're well getting then, closer and closer. Well now isn't the time because that's your call. I think we're getting closer. 
to that time. But now's not the time. Okay. Just want you to be able to enjoy some stress-free years. What if I enjoy this? But is it stress-free? No, it's not stressful. You don't know that you might enjoy something else before you do something else. I've had a day today that you don't know anything about. Well, you don't tell me, and that's that's your choice. I don't even know if I'll tell my wife. Well, that's not healthy. We have reached the end of a stressful show. Not really. We'll be back and try it again tomorrow with a three-man booth. Wichita State head basketball coach Paul Mills joins us at 225. Set your calendars to be here. We'll see you then. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.